0: Welcome to GeekCast with your host, Todd Newton.
1: So uninitiated, how was this particular group formed?
0: This group, um, it actually started with Ryan, our drummer, and Eve. Um They played for Devin Townsend Project and they were on tour in 2015. Like, they've been playing for Devin Townsend Project for 15 years, you know? But in 2015, they uh, you know, they started writing together on tour, writing for a project. You know, I guess they had in the back of their mind that, you know, maybe Devin will go off and do something else, and they would need, like, a, kind of a backup plan. <laughs> so they were actually right, because it ended up happening. So they started writing uh, some tunes in 2015. Then by 2018... They were looking for a singer to turn it into a real band, because that's when the Devon Townsend project folded. And then I got the phone call, man, which is cool because like, they know a ton of people in the industry, right? A lot of killer singers. You know, they could ask a lot of people, but my name came up. You know, they they liked the idea. They tried me out, and I made the band. So, yeah, I'm super stoked on that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. At what point? <laughs> After you joined, did it become a situation where you guys were in the studio making music?
0: Well, yeah, because they had uh, at least half the record or more like already written, Um, and Ryan writes vocals as well, you know. So we trade off and we write together, but we had enough material to start recording almost right away. So I went up to Vancouver, we jammed, you know, met all for the first time. Everything went well, then I flew back a couple months later, and we started recording. You know, just recording uh, kind of demos, so we could shop to labels and and do all that. Which is crazy, because we recorded these uh, demos in the Armory Studios, (laughs) which is a huge studio. So, like, no no messing around, man. Um, Yeah, so back in 2018, we recorded that, and uh, by 2019, we went down to Los Angeles and recorded a single. Um, we went to Brian House and J. Van Buterin, and they do, like, uh, Nickelback and Hinder and, you know, Airborne and stuff like that. Um, but they're, like, kind of like closet metalheads, right? So they want to get in the metal industry. So, uh, yeah, we went down there and did our first single that we released, which is Hollow, you know. So that was the first kind of uh, real recording we did.
1: With everyone having such a diverse background, I mean, we've got members, uh, former members of Econola and Crush, Methods of Mayhem, and Threat Signal, um, in addition to yeah. the Devin Townsend project, how does that all combine together when you guys are in the same room, Are there a lot of different things flying off the wall?
0: Yeah, it's, it's cool, right? Because it's, like, so diverse, you know what I mean? Because, like, this band isn't, like, reinventing the wheel and, like, you know, coming up with you know, like, uh, some bands get together, like, we're going to write this crazy technical music. No one's ever heard it. You know, we're not doing anything new. But we are, in a sense, because we have all these people from different bands and different vibes. And when you smash them all together, you know, it creates something original and something something cool. But, yeah, everyone has a little bit different background. We all have different kinds of favorite bands, you know, but we all you know, I'll thrive off the metal, you know? So we have something in common in that sense. But it it makes for, like, very interesting and new ideas, you know what I mean, just bringing different things to the table. And it just all gets filtered out through the process, and uh, we come up with some cool stuff, man. So it's a, it's a really good thing, actually.
1: With that diversity in mind, how would you describe what you guys are creating?
0: Well, I, I just call it metal, you know what I mean? Cause it's, you know, it's just uh, no messing around, but... It's kind of funny because when we first started, I thought it would be like a heavier kind of project. And then it started molding into something, you know, like just when everyone started giving their input, you know, and I come in and I started singing a little bit more, but the heavy stuff is really heavy, you know what I mean? It's still a metal band. I can't really call it much else, but, and I'm not really into the subgenres of metal. I don't really focus, like, I don't really pay attention to those, really. Like, oh, it's metal, it's heavy, I don't know. It sounds good. It's music. It sounds awesome.
1: <laughs> now, having heard you sing with multiple groups and deliver a lot of different lyrical styles, um, where are you drawing your influences from primarily? Uh, yeah, good question. They come from everywhere. They come from
0: everyday life. <laughs> you know, just anything, emotions, experiences. Um, but this project... Um, because Ryan is, a, you know, he does a lot for the band, and he has a vision for for a lot of the songs vocally. So I I uh, collaborate with Ryan a lot on these these vocals. Like I'll send stuff to him. I'll like, oh, try this, and we'll go back and forth. And I also did that with his brother. He's a, the producer of the album. Um, so those guys have a, a vision as well. So I give my input. So it's kind of like molded me into a little bit of a different singer. You know, like I kind of just progressed in a way, you know, because just trying different things, not staying like a monotone screamer, mixing it up more. You know, I think I'm throwing more variety into my, my heavy screams, more dynamics. You know, it's just kind of just furthering me and progressing me and pushing me to step out of my box a little more, like doing some weird overdubs and whispers and, you know, just... I don't know, I've been trying so many new things and getting very comfortable with it. So I'm just having a lot of fun.
1: Now you mentioned the transition to LA to actually make as you put it real recordings. Uh how long did it take once that process yeah. was going or completed before you guys got legit label interest?
0: Yeah, we yeah, we jumped down there, did the song when the heck was that? Probably twenty late twenty eighteen. And then we put that single out a year ago. Um, yeah, so we did look around at labels, but you know, we just decided that we didn't want to go that route. You know That's why this process has taken as long as it has. you know it's about two years since we started working together. You know we had to make sure everything was lined up and done properly, you know, because we could have signed a you know a deal to a label and just got a little amount of money maybe not much push, you know, it's just a hard industry, you know, so we just decided to do it all ourselves, we started a monolith music so our own label, we're doing this all independently, doing it ourselves, so we looked around, we hired the, the radio people, the PR people, and you know, we just hand-picked everyone to do this right, you know, so... Yeah, just uh, doing it different this time, and uh, we own our music 100%, we're not giving it away, and just doing a different approach this time, you
1: Being that you've uh, been involved with some heavy-hitting labels in the past, uh, obviously E1 has a huge distribution arm, and you've also been worked with Century Media in the past, what's the downside to doing everything independent like this?
0: It's a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure uh, Ryan can attest to that, but we... Because Ryan kind of, he's like the band kind of manager, you know, but we delegate different jobs to each member, and we're all working hard, you know. But we've reached a point where we hired a project manager, and it's just basically a lot of work, a lot of research, you know, to make sure you're doing everything properly. Like, we've been in the industry for a long time, you know, so we've kind of built up, you know, all these contacts and just just learned a lot, you know. So, yeah, it's just uh, I just say it's a lot of work, but it's going to be worth it in the end. Once you get the machine running, you know, then it'll start running. But it's it's mainly the start-up of that. You know, because if you compare it to, like, like my band, Threat Signal Sign to Nuclear Blast, and, like, you know, they're just they're huge, like, amazing. So we jumped in there. They already had everything lined up. You know, they got my band bigger than I could have ever imagined, you know. So but now it's just our time to take the reins and
1: try to be one of those big dogs, you know. Right. What are the band's touring plans at this point? I would imagine you're trying to get out in front of as many people as much as possible.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And then in my mind, I'm like, "Oh man, I just want to open, you know. I just want to open on bigger tours and spread the word, you know. In my in my eyes, that's the best way to get our name spread around." Um, but the reality of the industry is like when you're a new band and you want to jump on these tours, it's hard because you don't have any numbers yet. Like, they don't know how much you draw. Like You might have to buy on. Like, but they're not paying any money, so it's just harder to get out there. So, But us having our names from our previous bands and some credit, um, we had a lot of interest in Europe to go over and headline. So we're, uh, we're starting our first tour headlining in Europe starting March 27th. That's the same day our record drops, so it'll be like a CD release party. But we're uh, touring across UK and Europe for uh, a whole month, headlining. (laughs) And one of the strings of shows is uh, 12 shows in a row.
1: (laughs) So we are going to be busting it, man. Vocally, um, how do you keep your voice in shape for a stretch like that? Obviously, you have a, a big range, and you're pushing your voice to the extreme—you uh, know, kind of to the extreme. How do you keep everything in shape so that you can deliver every night? Yeah.
0: Well, man, for the last two months, I've been uh, getting up early, hitting the gym. You know, it's just keeping your body right. You know, you can, you need that endurance, that strength. You have to keep your body. You know working at its uh, at its best, you know so I'm like you know folks on my diet, eating, running, you know rehearsing every day, singing um, but you also like I've been doing this a long time as well, so it's a technique you know, and you have to make sure you warm up properly before the show, cool down after the show you know it's not like uh, you know, it's a very hard style of music, jumping between singing, screaming all over the map. It's not like you could just go out and get shit face hammered and expect to pull off a good show every night. Patches up to you and kicks your ass and then you're going to be canceling shows. So you just really have to be strong and uh you know the show is number one, so you have to treat your body really well, man. So yeah, Saturday morning right now, man. I, I hit the gym and had some fruit and <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty metal, huh? Ooh. <laughs>
1: At this point, taking into consideration everything that you've got going on right now, where are the status of groups like Archaea and Threat Signal?
0: Oh yeah, I actually talk to Christian a lot still, and uh, yeah, we uh, we talk about doing the Archaea thing once in a while. You know, it was like Threat Signal was my uh, my first band that really did something. You know, I formed that band back in two thousand three, and uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, I got distracted <laughs> Um, Yeah, and uh, we signed a Need the Blast in 2005, and that was my baby forever, you know? Um, but that ran its course, and, like, we'll still play once in a while. Um, but this project a Monolith is just something just bigger, and it just has this potential. You know, everybody involved is in it 100%. You know, there's no twist in anybody's arms or I can't do this, I can't do that. Like, we're in it a thousand percent, man. So it's just uh, a project that, I don't know, it's just professionals, and I'm really excited to have everyone in the same headspace as me. You know, it's not like me running the threat signal ship, you know, trying to make it work, you know, ups and downs all over the place, you know. It's, obviously, you're going to have that shit, but this one seems like a well more oiled machine. Stay tuned for more
1: GeekCasts from www.bigmusicgeek.com.